Buzzards. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzz Killers. <laughs> we'll never stop never. giggling. Maybe Ever. one day we'll just be like, boom, bitch. Buzz Killers. <laughs> what if like. Dead silence. Drop the mic. What, what if it's like. What if it's like. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And then it's me going. Buzz Killers. <laughs> I can't even. Buzz Killers. <laughs> You should hear our bloopers, guys. Oh, my God. We have bad bloopers. Maybe one day we'll release those on Patreon when we have that eventually. Yes. Just our bloopers. <laughs> Just like a blooper what, It was reel. like that last name that I was trying to say the, the other day. We said it like 800 times. <laughs> we literally sat in my living room and repeated it for about 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we were like, mm, is this right? And it is. The way we said it was right because I'm reading a book where they say it a lot. And it was right. Good. So now I know for sure. Makes me feel better. <laughs> anyway, guys. Hi. But hello, everybody. I won't say... Buzz killers in a demon voice. Not today. <laughs> I can't even do that. I don't really think we have a lot of business to talky talk about today. Not really. I don't know why I just said that like that. To talky talk. Talk talk about. No, I don't think so. Well, well, I say we did our giveaway. Yeah. Oh, we hit 900. Oh, we did hit 900 followers on Instagram. On the, inst- the Instagram. The Instagrams. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We're pumped. Guys, we're almost at a thousand. I know I can't even believe Nuts. it. I can't even believe it. We're at like we're almost at twenty three hundred downloads. Like we're doing dang good. Yeah, <laughs> we're real proud of ourselves. Hell yeah, we are. So, <laughs> hi mom. Thanks for downloading all my episodes and probably giving ninety percent of our top. My mom does the same thing, and Tyler does it too. And Tyler, and Tyler does it. He's so funny. <laughs> He's always like, oh, I haven't listened to your podcast in a while. And then all of a sudden, one day, we'll have like 45 listens. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Tyler's downloaded and it's every Tyler episode. because he hasn't downloaded episodes in like 15 days. <laughs> He's hilarious. Sorry, at least you can get Tyler to listen. I still have not gotten Ryan to listen. So, Macy, do you want to tell us about what we're drinking today? Oh, yeah. I reached over, get that, but I got my wine glasses. <laughs> I'm already a glass deep. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we got we up here like, a while ago. We did a sound check, and then we Talk. did about 45 minutes of just us sitting behind our microphones, not recording anything, talking about our lives. But I think it's helpful because they're probably like, shut the fuck up. Probably. And get to your shit. <laughs> so this cuts out on a lot of extraneous talking. They, they I had to cut out a lot of extraneous talking. Say they don't want to sit there and listen to us basically have our own therapy session. <laughs> no, we'll do that on our own time. Oops, um, anyway, guys, we are drinking. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's really I, weird the longer you look at the, it. This is, what is it, a braid? Okay, okay, we're going to talk We're gonna talk about this. I th- We have to post this somehow. Just the picture of this, because yes. I'm like freaked out. So this is um <laughs> another. We this is our second wine by Coyote, Coyote Moon, Moon yeah. um, Vineyards, right? Yeah. Yes. And it is their semi sparkling Moscato. It is a New York State table wine, which is a little bit cool. And then um let's see, this light bodied, semi sweet, and semi sparkling wine gives fun flavors of green grapes, citrus, and ripe peaches. Pairs with summer salads, citrus grilled. Chicken dishes, artisan cheeses, oh, fancy. light, airy desserts, <laughs> and celebrations. <laughs> celebrations. <laughs> celebrations. But You're guys, telling me I'm I can't drink this at a funeral? That's rude. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a celebration of life. I hope See, everyone I gets wine drunk sparkling. at my wedding. Or wedding. My funeral. <laughs> wedding. Everybody <laughs> did get drunk at my wedding. Anyway, except me. Um, well, they kept taking your damn drink. They did. They kept taking my drinks. Um, another story for another time. Um, <laughs> but it is this 
person. I can't tell if it's a man or a woman. It is a person. It's like a head. It's a head with like this odd yellow braid that like <laughs> the grapes are attached to. <laughs> and then there's three legs going in opposite directions. I'm telling you, we have to post this. Like we'll, the legs we'll are like windmilling around the body. Around there's the, like yeah. three of them and they're like bent. <laughs> I don't know. And they look this, like man. they're like almost like a pinwheel. It's I want to. Do we follow Coyote Moon? I think can so. Can I like email them and ask them about the label? I, wanna, I just want to email them and be like, can Why you please the explain label? this? Can you please explain the label to me? <laughs> I'm sure if you go on their like wine tour. There's probably some explanation behind, probably tell you. behind yeah, their yeah, labels. It's something they would only tell you on the wine tour. I like can't read. Oh, that's. Oh, can you get it? Got it. I can't Good. disturb okay. the cat, you guys. She is. <laughs> Luna like, just made herself at home in Maisie's lap. <laughs> <laughs> lovingly on the lap. Nicole's dog is here and she's afraid of the dog. So she comes upstairs. Yep. And she's been in our in the recording room with us since we sat down. But I can't disturb her. Well, it's it's perfect because this time she's in your lap and you're just listening. So you I don't know, the last time I was trying to talk and I was like, ah. <laughs> so you were like holding the iPad and your wine glass with this cat in your lap. I'm like trying like, to read. Like <laughs> Man. But now you can sit back with your warm little kitty and your glass of wine. She'll probably bite me in an hour. Probably. <laughs> and run away. <laughs> okay, guys. So, Nicole, this is Haunted Houses Month. Remember? So, Woo-hoo. Haunted Houses all month long. <laughs> haunted Houses. And Nicole is talking about the biggest one of them all. Literally. <laughs> the biggest one. Because square foot wise, it's freaking it's stupidly massive. large. <laughs> okay. If you haven't figured it out already, we're talking about... The Winchester Mystery House. The Winchester Mystery House. I don't know why I said that. I, I thought it was Mystery s- Mansion. Nope. But it is house. It is house. Because it started as a house. It was small. But it's not anymore. It's definitely not a house anymore. This is definitely a mansion on crack. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited about this one. I'm this one definitely has an interesting story to it. I learned, I knew, I knew quite a bit about this, and I did still find f- a few things here and there that I was like, "What?" what? So, <laughs> yeah, buggle up, ladies and germs. This one's ooh weird. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so the Winchester Mystery House is out in California. We don't know anything about it, <laughs> and it started out as a simple two-story eight-room farmhouse. Um, the farmhouse was purchased by Sarah Lockwood Party Winchester in 1886. But before I tell you any more about that, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory. Because you need to know a little bit about who these people are. Because it plays into the legend. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Sarah Lockwood Party was born in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, there is actually no record of her official date of birth. Okay. She there is no documentation. They uh, the between all the uh, the evidence that they have and all the research they've done for this, they believe it's sometime between 1835 and 1845. Okay. Um, her parents were Sarah Burns and Leonard Party, and she was the fifth out of seven children. <laughs> Screw that. Sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, mine has four legs. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the 
idea of children right now. I'm still 26, guys. <laughs> so um, the parties were um, an upper middle class family. They lived a really well, a really you know well off life. Um, Sarah was actually considered a pri- a child prodigy growing up. She was really, really smart. By the age of 12, she could speak four different languages, Latin, French, Spanish, and Italian. Wow. So she was also highly recognized for her talent in music composition, um, as well as her knowledge of classic novels like Shakespeare and Homer. She really did like excelled in oh, cool. book skills. <laughs> um, so at a really young age, it didn't exactly specify when. But, um, but before she was of college age, okay. she was actually accepted into the only female group of students at Yale University. It was like a sector of Yale. And wow. it was called the Young Ladies Collegiate Institute. Hmm. Um, so Sarah was a very tiny girl. She was only four foot ten and weighed about 100 pounds. Yeah. Wow. She was teensy. <laughs> um, yeah. How like, aren't... She actually garnered a reputation as a local beauty, and people referred to her uh, referred to her as the Belle of New Haven. Oh. Um, and around the time Sarah was born, there was a boy named William Wirt Winchester, and he was also born. Um, his official birthday was July twenty second of eighteen thirty seven. Okay. He was born in Mal- in Baltimore, Maryland, and he was the only child of Jane Ellen Hope and Oliver Fisher Winchester. Okay. Um, not long after he was born, William and his parents moved to New Haven, um, where William's father, Oliver, actually started a successful clothing manufacturing company. Not what you thought I was going to say there, right? <laughs> That's not, no. the, not the company you expected me to I say. I was like, <laughs> and I, I, re-re- I reread the articles like three times. I was like, That's really what he did first? <laughs> not guns. <laughs> <laughs> Not rifles. <laughs> Close. So Oliver started this manufacturing company with his friend John Davies. Um, and this went on for years and years and years, and he was very successful. We'll get back to it. So his Oliver, Oliver's son, William, um, also ended up attending a branch of Yale University, much like Sarah did. Okay. Um, there is actually uh, there is a lot of lacking information about their childhood and, like, how they met. Um, because... These this this happened so long ago it was in uh-huh. the 1800s oh, yeah. that there's just no documentation really. Um, so some say that they met through Yale. Some th- said um, they have documentation of the Winchester family and the Pardee family actually being acquainted through a local church, and oh. that's how they met. That's entirely possible. Um, so eventually, the pair ended up dating and getting married. Okay. Um, when and how we will never know <laughs> but they get married and you're married <laughs> exactly you were born and you live your life now you're married they get married september 30th of 1862 okay and just four years later um williams father father oliver eventually turns his manufacturing business from clothing to firearms rifle <laughs> okay yes now my brain <laughs> understands <laughs> And this is when he switched the title of the company over to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. And this is obviously where we get the famous Winchester Rifles. Um, yes. So that same year, um, Sarah becomes pregnant with her and William's first child. Okay. She gives birth and they name. Sorry, I just skipped ahead. My, my eyes went. 
three bullets down. I'm like, no, no eyes. No. Um, <laughs> that's not the child's name. Uh, I was like, that's not right. Um, that says apparition. <laughs> so Sarah became pregnant and eventually gives birth to Annie Pardee Winchester. Aww. She was born on July 12th, 1866. And unfortunately, she dies just five and a half weeks later. That's so sad, isn't it? That that time period, like so many kids died. And it's even weirder she died from marasmus what is that <laughs> yeah i said the same freaking what? thing i read that word and went yeah. <laughs> um, so i looked it up marasmus is a form of severe malnutrition that most often occurs in children it typically means their diets were lacking in sufficient calorie content and protein intake so basically something was up with what they were feeding her yeah you know it's awesome and I will say this. This definition comes from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Okay. This, a lot of sources I I read tried to say that marasmus is the body's, like, the body refuses to take in these calories. Nutrients. Nutrients. And that is not true. Okay. This means the child is not being fed enough protein and calories. Not that the body would not accept them. Yikes. So, unfortunately, following the death of Annie, the Winchesters did not attempt to have any more kids. They tried once. She died. That was it. They never had anything else. They never had children. Huh. Um, That's weird for the time period, too. I know. It's... Huh. Especially with, like, if you want somebody to, like, inherit your company. Right? Weird. Um, Okay. So... After after that, after Annie's death, there's really not much recorded of any importance. Um, we jump ahead about 14 years, and okay. it is 1880, and William's father passes away. Oliver. Oliver. Okay. So this leaves his only son, William, um, to inherit the business. To inherit the business. Okay. <laughs> his Makes oh. sense? Yeah. So this... <laughs> would not last very long. Oh. Just three months later, in 1881, William himself passed away after he contracted tuberculosis. Ooh. So, this was extremely devastating for Sarah. Oh. She lost her only child. And her husband. And she tries to make the best of her life. Then she loses her father-in-law and right away loses her own husband right after it. Yeah. And... She just, like, doesn't know what to do with herself. So, William's passing left Sarah to inherit $20 million plus 50% ownership of the Winchester Arms Company. Man! Yeah. Wow, that's (laughs) a lot. So, one source actually broke this down. um, And the percentage that she owns, the intake of money she would have gotten on a daily basis from ha- owning 50% of that company would have been about $1,000 a day at that time. So more now. So I'm saying, so remember, this is 1881, and she's bringing in $1,000 a day. That today is a lot of money. <laughs> today, in our terms, that's $25,000 a day. If that was 2021, that's $25,000 a day. Man, and okay. the twenty million that she inherited on top of the fifty percent ownership would have been about five hundred and sixteen million today. She instantly became Man. one of the richest women in the country. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. So, 
after the passing of her husband, Sarah kind of just didn't know what to do with herself. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, great. I have no one. I own 50% of a freaking business. I have all this money, but what do like, I want to do with it? Yeah. So she went out and just tried to seek help. Um, they said that um, she actually traveled around a lot. Okay. She kind of just packed up her things and traveled um, before finally settling in California around 1885. So there's about a four-year period where she's, she's just like a vagabond kind of just yeah. around. Okay. Um, the only information that actually exists says it's a small blurb from the New Haven Register, and it listed Sarah as removed to Europe. So at some point she was in Europe. I'd fucking travel if I had that much money. I'd be like, I'm going all over the world. See um, ya in six years, bitches. And there, I mean, you can go online and you can read all the articles. Everybody has their own theories about where she went and what she did. But honestly, none of it really pertains to the story. And nobody really knows. And nobody actually knows. These are just theories. So because it doesn't really pertain, I'm going to skip that part. <laughs> I'm fine with that. So Sarah comes back and she settles in California, like I mentioned. And at that time, it was the Santa Clara Valley, which is now San Jose. Okay. Um, Sarah actually chose to settle here because a lot of her family actually ended up here during the gold rush. So she had she had two sisters out there, a brother-in-law, and she had a bunch okay. of family. So she kind of chose. I always wondered why she chose Cali. Yeah, she actually went there for family. Okay. Um, remember that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, as I mentioned in the start, she purchased a two-story, eight-room farmhouse, and that was purchased from a Dr. Robert Caldwell. <laughs> um, the house also came with an additional 161 acres of farmland. And wow. at the time, the house was known as Lanada Villa. Okay. And I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. It's L-L-A-N-A-D-A. Lanada, I believe. Yanada. I, I say Lama. 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 <laughs> so I immediately go double L, Lama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, tell, us, tell us if we're wrong, but that seems right. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm telling you what we know is fact right now. Okay. Okay. I will get into the legend part of what causes all this in a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, so immediately after moving in, Sarah hires about 20 different builders to start construction on her home almost immediately. Um, during okay. this time, they many claim that construction never ceased on the house. That, like, day and night, you could just hear fucking hammering. Like, huh, okay. Um, she tried to hire several architects and ended up firing every single one of them. She did not like the work they did and instead decided that she was going to handle the drawing and the plans herself. How do you know how to do that, ma'am? Remember that. (laughs) Ma'am. Remember that thought. (laughs) Ma'am. Do you know how to draw a house plan, (laughs) ma'am? So around um, 1888, Sarah's niece, Daisy Merriman, actually comes to live with her. And she ends up actually living with her for about 15 years. Until she eventually moves out in 1903 after getting married to a man named Frederick Marriott Jr. Um, And within 20 years of the purchase, that farmhouse blew up. Probably did not look the same. (laughs) Not physically blew up and exploded, but like grew in size (laughs) rapidly. So at this point in around 
1900. It now stood seven stories high, and they ha- they estimated that it had about 500 to 600 rooms. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the I can't even imagine. Well, I can imagine something seven stories high. <laughs> I can imagine something seven stories high, but not having seven stories and five to six hundred rooms to myself. Like, what's supposed to do that for? Like, okay. Anyway, maybe if we, I had, we know it has to do with ghosts. Eighteen million dogs and cats to keep me company, but man, that would be a scary freaking house. Oh my god! I just have to say that. <laughs> Does that that sounds terrifying to me. Like, it's just like empty void. Your house just like literally never ends. Ugh. Oh, man. No. Okay. The amount of creepy sounds you'd hear. Oh, no. Thank you. Anyway. (laughs) So these top, the top floors did not actually last very long. Um, In 1906, there was a really bad earthquake and it ended up leveling the top three floors and heavily damaging the fourth. Oh, okay. And that, and that led, that led to it being demolished. So she lost the top floor, 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 floor. Four floors. Top four <laughs> floors. Okay. <laughs> of her house from this earthquake. And, um. I mean, you only need three. You'll, I mean, really. Right? <laughs> You're only getting older, woman. Like, <laughs> Do you really want to climb seven stories to get to your bedroom? <laughs> man. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, anyway. So, during the earthquake, uh, Sarah actually became trapped within one of the rooms. And could not get out until her workers came, found her, and freed her. Um, and after that happened, she ended up sealing up that room. Oh. And she left it that way. So there was just a room totally sealed off. Oh, okay. Right? And um, Sarah didn't attempt to build any higher again. After this, she just chose to build outwards. So it stayed three stories and just went out. Okay. Um... At this point, the house just gained all of its oddities. So, doors that didn't open. So, wait, after she has this weird experience and the earthquake that stuff starts happening, she starts building this weird shit. It's possible that it it was beforehand, too. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, because I was like, "Mm, that's a a trigger. But I I I wrote that, like, at this point, like, the house grew and so did the number of oddities. It's possible that they existed beforehand. Okay. Um, but, but there's there's, there's really no, no evidence ec- no of record when of they started. Okay. According to legend, they were always there from the start of the build. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. That's a good uh, question. Oh <laughs> so, just some of them. For example, there's doors that don't open. There's doors that open to brick walls. There's doors that open to a two-story drop. <laughs> Literally, there is a there is a door on the second floor of the house that if you open it, it just drops down below into the garden. There is no balcony. There is no bar stopping you. The door just opens and you can fall out. That's so scary. Right? <laughs> like, what if somebody was like, oh, your bedroom's in there? My ass would be like, okay, bye! She had, there's staircases that just go up and stop at a ceiling. There's skylights in the floor, like to the floor above not in the ceiling ceiling (laughs) there's all these different dead ends twists and turns there's rooms within rooms there's like that's so weird all this bizarreness that just starts to kind of crop up okay um (laughs) so the home actually had a lot of firsts for its day too um it was one of the first homes to use wool as insulation 
it had a whole panel of switches that controlled lights throughout like the whole home. Huh. And it worked with carbide gas and sparks to light them. So like you'd flip the switch and it would like release a R- little release bit. Of, little it would spark, like yeah. would like release the spark and the gas would light whatever candle it was in that room, whatever lamp or whatever. Huh. Isn't that really cool? That's really interesting. I was reading about that going, "Whoa." And I found it in a few different sources. I was like, I didn't know. So that. it's still like fire. Yeah. But it's just like it was like their version of electricity. Back like then. electricity. Yeah, it's like electricity. It, you they literally fire. used gas and a spark to light lamps from distance. That sounds really freaking dangerous. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that could go wrong really quickly. Really but quickly. Who knows? Okay. That's really cool. Buzz floating in front of my eyeballs. <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, excuse me. <laughs> God. We're having trouble now. I am a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah was uh, um, also one of the first people to have elevators in her home. She had three elevators in her house. Cool. Um, and... She even eventually built workshops for the carpenters and the plumbers so they could just work out of her house. They probably were like, okay. She was, me. she was like, I have all this space. I might as well just build you a workshop here so you don't have to leave. And they're like, cool, <laughs> you pay me money. <laughs> um, so in 1910, as construction of the house still kept going, Sarah actually bought another house. She went out huh. to Atherton and bought a house, and this was – um, many say to be closer to her sister and her niece Daisy, who had lived with her and then moved out. Okay. Um, because at this point she's getting a little bit older and she she needs help. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't spend a lot of time at the Winchester house at this point. Um, and work just keeps going. So, <laughs> huh. um, during the next twelve years, from nineteen ten till nineteen twenty two, there's really nothing substantial that happens. Um, within the house or Sarah's life, she eventually passes away on September 5th of 1922 oh. inside of Lanata Villa um, from conge- uh, congestive heart failure. Okay. Um, she passes away in her bedroom. Um, and upon the news of her death, workers just stopped working and walked off the site. And they described it as nails half driven into the wood, like boards half hung they just stopped what they were doing and left what yeah isn't that weird i was I mean, like i mean unless that's some sort of like weird agreement she made with them like when i die you just stop what you're doing and you leave here i'd be like, like that just seems weird i was paid to be here i know she's dead but like does somebody want me to keep going i would i just be confused i'd be like do you guys want me to just take the day off and come back tomorrow i don't really know what to do right now <laughs> i'm confused you guys paid me a lot of money and there's a lot of things that still need to be built right now <laughs> oh, they probably were like, thank God we don't have to work on this fucking house anymore. Um, We've been working on this for lots of time. And I threw that in at that point, and that that doesn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, you ding-dong. I very much typed that into the wrong section at some point. No worries. I, I will come back time. to that. So <laughs> just three months after Sarah passes away, Lanata Villa is auctioned off with the remaining surrounding land. The land itself is divided up and sold. Okay. And the home is taken over by Jane, uh, what is it, Jane? Lord. John and, I'm going to say this name wrong. I believe it's Mamie or it's Mame or Mamie. M-A-Y-M-E. Name. Name. Sounds like Mame. <laughs> John and Mame Brown, who um, 
actually planned to build a small amusement park on the remaining grounds. What? (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) the idea for the amusement park actually came from John's family. And they actually did something similar up in Canada. Okay. And that was their original plan when when they got this house. And interest in the home itself ended up being so great that they scrapped this idea and just chose to open the house for public tours. People were like, what the fuck has been going on here? Seriously. I want to see. For 36 years, this house was constantly under construction and being built. That's crazy. Yeah, if I lived there, I'd be like, I want to fucking see what's in this house. Right? I'd be walking by it every day going, oh my god, did you see the new room? I'm like, look it up there. Wow. Look at all this <laughs> shit she built. So, just one year after her death, in 1923, they open it to the public. As a museum. As, yeah, basically. Or just like a it was just maze. Kinda, it was just kind of like for tours. Okay. Um, I, it, come to the Winchester maze. And something I actually thought was really cool, and I don't know I just stabbed myself with my own finger now. <gasps> I went to like put my fingers together and just flat out stab myself. Yikes. That was intelligent. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how much you know about Harry Houdini. I know very little. Okay. First of all, I'm going to direct you to some absolutely wonderful episodes that M from And That's Why We Drink has done. Okay. And they did like three part episodes on Houdini. Houdini. And the fact that he's he crazy was a skeptic he went out of his way he traveled around and tried to disprove hauntings and things like he went to different psychics and mediums and tried to prove that they were fakes (laughs) it is the story of houdini is absolutely insane okay cool i can expect to listen to this thank guys i say seriously if you have not listened to these they're relatively recent like within the last year Okay. I, I cannot remember, but these episodes are absolutely fantastic. M did an amazing job with their research. Shout out, Em. Um, so, <laughs> in 1924, Houdini comes to the house. And Crazy. it's around Halloween, and he basically comes, because at this point, all of these paranormal claims have started to kind of pop up. Yeah. And he comes to disprove this. And he spends the night. He ends up leaving in the morning. With nothing bad to say. And he basically just had more questions than answers. Weird. He didn't have any negative words at all. He just was really confused. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I want to know what he saw. I know Houdini what he was actually the one who called it the mystery house. And so you got to keep it then. Well, th- the f- best part is, despite his use of the nickname... They didn't change the name of the house to the Winchester Mystery House until the 1930s. So it, it took them about... <laughs> I would have done that immediately. It's like six to ten years before they changed Marketing. that name. <laughs> I would have been like, uh, hello, Houdini. Houdini. You're famous. Thanks right? for calling my house something. <laughs> Trademarked. Right? <laughs> um, so not too long after, John Brown, the, one of the owner of the house, he passes away in 1945. His wife and his kids run the home for a little while up until 1951 when Mame also passes away. The now, do they live there too? Yes, they lived there. Okay. Um, the city then eventually renamed the street on which the home sits to Winchester Boulevard to honor Sarah. And that was in the 1960s. Um, during the 60s, they also, in, they also opened the Winchester Wax Museum, which 
I did not know was a thing. This is literally straight what from the that? straight from the timeline that the Winchester Mystery House has on their own website. But there's no other information about it, and it does not exist anymore. So I'm like, what <laughs> was this? <laughs> what are you? Um. <laughs> So, and then in 1963, the home is officially turned into a legal business. Okay. And, and it, they basically have the sole mission of preserving it to nice. basically let other future generations see come it. and see. Which we thank you for, and we will visit eventually. We really thank we you for really it. We really want to go. It's really freaking cool. <laughs> um, and the... I mean, they eventually did, you know, they did some restorations. Um, there was some really unfinished and downtrodden parts of the home because as Sarah got a little bit older, she just stopped. I mean, when you have a house that has hundreds of rooms, you just kind of stop taking care of it. <laughs> yeah. So like, was, I'm only going to take care of these four rooms. Like, I use these, these are mine. rooms in this little sector of this house. I'm just not going to leave this part. Um <laughs> So they bas- they start repairing all these older rooms and everything, and they do eventually open a gift shop. <laughs> Fun Thank fact. you. And in 1974, the home is given the title of a state historic landmark. And over the next 40 years, nothing much changes. They started doing like nighttime flashlight tours, which they do today. That's cool. Which That's cool. I really want to. Can we there. do that? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we have a whole trip planned out, you guys. We're um, going cross country. One day. And some of the cool things that I read about were um, they refurbished some stuff and (laughs) they refurbished the statues that sat at the entrance. And then they also refurbished some of the wallpaper. And to do this, they actually used wallpaper that Sarah had in a stockpile. She had all of this leftover wallpaper and literally just they they ended up using it to refurbish all of these different rooms throughout the house. It's a 130-year-old wallpaper. But it was still good enough it to use. It was still good enough. And wow, that's cool. It's so cool. Like how to basically keep something original but new somehow. Yeah, it's original so but weird. like still vintage but um, vintage. <laughs> so – and then, of course, the house gained worldwide attention in 2018 when the movie Winchester featuring, featuring Helen Mirren came out. I knew about it before then, but filmed, it was good. If it was, yeah, it was filmed on location and um, obviously released for the world. And at this point today, as it stands, these are the stats for the house. Da, da, it da, is 24,000 square feet. It has 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors. That's 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 47 stairways, 47 fireplaces, 17 chimneys. So obviously not all of the fireplaces work. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> 13 bathrooms, six kitchens, three elevators, and two basements. What? Okay. And That's yep. a lot of shit. And it said that during the 36 years of construction, Sarah spent approximately $5 million on the home, which today would be about $71 million. I also seriously apologize, guys, if you can hear <laughs> her husband and my boyfriend in the background basically slamming piano keys and screeching. They're, they're singing, just the two of us. Is that what they're singing? We I can literally make can't it even understand. Just the two of us. <laughs> and then they just both went, just the two of us. <laughs> like really high pitched. Oh, man. Sorry, I don't think you can hear it, 
but I it is funny. <laughs> it's, it's distracting. <laughs> we, we keep But giggling. it's funny as hell. Uh, but it keeps them busy, so I'm not going to tell them the stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. That's a lot of shit. That is a lot of shit. <laughs> that lady has a lot of stuff in her house. So now I want to tell you about the legend. I'm so excited. This is interesting. <laughs> so the tale of Sarah's crazy ass home goes like this. <laughs> Sarah's crazy ass home. <laughs> the report said, obviously, after her husband's death, she was super distraught and seeking advice. And after she left New Haven, not really knowing what to do, she eventually traveled to Boston where she met a medium named Adam Coons. That's what I, I was like. When is she going to get to this? Okay. Yep. This is this. And she um, sits through a seance with Adam Coons. And this medium tells her that the Winchester fortune is basically a curse. Yikes. And it's a curse because of the amount of people that have been killed by this rifle since its invention. At this point, the Winchester rifle is known across America for its violence. Okay. It was Annie Oakley. It was like, it was. Wild Wild West kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. And um, he told her that these spirits were angry and they wanted her to move out west and build a home for them to rest in, basically. Okay. Somewhere for them to end up, like to reside because their lives were stolen from them. Okay. And so she follows this and she moves to California and each night she is to hold a seance. And during this seance, she speaks to the spirits and the spirits tell her what to build. Huh? Okay. Um, and she has to follow. If she does not follow, they will kill her. Um, <laughs> that's extreme. So, and as legend says, she did just this. She conducted these seances. She followed their words. She had a talking board and a planchette. Um, and she made. She even made it so that construction on the house, like I said, continued 24-7. Yeah. They had rotating shifts. There was always work going. Always. How do you sleep? And this was to, well, when your house is that big, who cares if it's. <laughs> You're who so cares far if away. It's so far. It's like I'm a two ways away. <laughs> the other side of your house is a mile and a half away. You can't hear it anyway. <laughs> Oh my god, you could like run like one floor and get your workout out for Seriously. the day. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> could you imagine the games of hide and seek? That's all I No, could you'd think have of. to like be like only the second floor or only like this hallway. You can only hide in bedrooms. <laughs> you can't hide in anywhere else. You can't fall out this like door that goes to nowhere into the garden. <laughs> so um she did this obviously to appease the spirits to make sure that they were never angry that like that work had ever stopped. Um, and she was so afraid of what they were going to do to her that she started throwing in all these little oddities to try and confuse the spirits so that as she would make her way through her home, the spirits would get lost. So the staircases to nowhere, the doorways to nothing, the windows that are between floors, there, all this is to basically confuse. Um, and it was even said that every night she would sleep in a different bedroom. Yeah. To try and hide. I, yeah, I remember that. And um, another thing was that she, throughout the house, she actually managed to incorporate the numbers 7, 11, and 13. Weird. And it, uh, it, like, seven windows, 13 lights, like, 11 notches on the stair posts, like, whatever. And a That's lot of people crazy. say 7 and 11 because they're lucky. And 13 was to ward off evil. Okay. 
People um, always say 13's unlucky. And obviously, after her death, these tales spun wild. Like, mm. this was everywhere. Everybody's um, just trying to make sense of what the fuck's going on. So. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what it is. Um, and, of course, as of today, everybody sees it as this big haunted freaking mansion. Okay. And there are a lot of reports. Yay! This is a famous freaking place. And let me tell you guys, oh, yes. I didn't even make it through everything there is to view on this. I, oh, the ghost town. Yeah, I didn't make it through ghost town. I didn't end up watching the movie. I did not have time to watch okay. the movie. Let um, me tell you. Because <laughs> I have seen the movie. <laughs> it gave it a pretty... What? Where were you going to watch it? Was it Amazon? Mm-hmm. Amazon had it at four and a half stars with like 5,000 reviews. I thought that that was generous. Interesting. Okay. I thought Helen Mirren was great. I like her. She's good. But I thought that the story was kind of, I don't know, but I mean, maybe I'm just like. Compared to the info I just told you, is it similar? I mean, the basic story is all similar, but it's all like this guy comes to visit and. He's like talking to her when she's older and she's living in the house and she's like the spirits are there's like this one spirit that's really angry and like he's there witnessing all of this. But he's a skeptic. And then all of a sudden he believes because the the ghost is like this like guy that got killed by the Winchester rifle and he tries to attack them and he starts destroying things. I, I mean, I just thought that the story. The story of her was. It wasn't far off from what you said. Yeah. But the actual fictional story that they like wove into this was kind of far fetched for me. Yeah, it's kind of what it sounds like. I I'll probably <laughs> I remember Tyler and I saw it and we were like, mm. So one of the reports I found is actually straight from the Winchester Mystery House's website. I love and when they do that. This was really cool. And I was kind of okay. It was cool and also slightly disappointing because the article started off with telling me that. Every Monday, they were going to upload some type of ghost encounter, whether it was from visitors or from staff. Cool. And so yeah, I want to read about that. I, I tried that. to find it, and there's really no way to search their blog posts other than just keywords. So I tried, like, ghost story, and I got nothing. I got huh. nothing. So I couldn't find anything more than what this, this one that popped up in my Google search. So... If there's more out there, guys, please send them to me. Yes, we <laughs> want to know. I could not find them, <laughs> at least on the website, their, the Mystery House's website. I'm telling you guys, ghost stuff is sometimes hard to find. It really is. Um, so this was actually a blog post from 2015, and if you want to try and find it, it's called Hidden in the Clouds. Hidden in the Clouds. Yeah. Okay. And it was written by one of the marketing people, and he – he. why did I write that? I just, like – wrote the same thing twice <laughs> dingy i went to read that and went that's literally what i just said um, oh my so gosh. he was working and he was walking around the property and he was taking pictures for the facebook page uh-huh and he just kind of took these photos went off did his own thing and it was about two weeks later that he went back to kind of finally put this together work on the blog do the facebook right and as he's editing these photos there and you see this photo this is it's really weird there is an oddity in one of the windows and weird he said at first he looked at it and was like i think that's just a reflection of the clouds it was kind of like a spotty cloud day and when you look at it there's i mean it's it's like winchester house so there's not just one window there's 18 in the freaking photo and <laughs> so you're looking at all these windows and there's only one that has this in it and i'm like okay but if it was a reflection 
of... You'd see it in every window. Like, it would be in almost every window. Yeah, you wouldn't see it in just that one and window. And this doesn't look like a reflection to me. What does it look like to you? It looks like a person. <laughs> Scary. And you see... I can show this to you. I have it here. I'll show it to you in a second. Um, and it's basically, it looks like a head and shoulders, and then it, like, kind of fades out. And it's high off the floor. Like, high. Wow. And it's behind the, like, the bars of the window. Uh-huh. You can see, like... Oh, the she have bars on the windows? Uh, no, it's just, it's the design. Oh, the design? Like, the, okay. Like, the way the window is designed. Oh, and oh, okay. It like, has, those like, things in the Yeah, it has, like, wood across it almost, and you can see it goes behind that. So it's clearly within the house. And Weird. it's... It's like this thick ass foggy apparition looking thing. <gasps> and she, she, I'm sorry, he posted this image. And I'm just going to hand this over to you because I want you to look at this. I want to so see. This is. Oh, my God. I got it. Sorry. That's my iPad is heavy as hell. And if you scroll down, there's a zoomed in close up. of it. But if you look at all the windows, you'll see it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And Immediately, I was like, it's this one and here. He, and he literally writes in the article, like, I am a skeptic. I don't believe in this stuff. I still think it might be a reflection of clouds on the window. But I'm looking at it going, there is no way from the angle he took that photo and the way the sunlight is and everything, there's no reflection of clouds in any other window. I'm sorry. There's no way that that is a reflection of clouds. It's like, looks like it's a person that's, like, not facing the window. It Like, they're, like, tilted a yeah, little bit. Like, they're turned a little like, bit. Yeah, like to the side like, a little yeah, bit like, like it's like this and it's like it is it's like head shoulders and then it almost like fades out past the hips and Weird. it's so bizarre and it's just and you don't there, there's I mean, no going back up to facial features it's more of a shape like a foggy shape and i guys i will be posting this picture it'll be on instagram um i mean i can see maybe what he's talking about I, I how just, he could think it's not because like I've seen reflection like I have I've taken pictures of reflections of clouds and windows and right. things like that as a photographer and to me that's not what that looks like especially because there's a window directly above it that I can see the reflection of clouds in yeah and to me I and if it was light you'd get that same in every window yeah, and it you doesn't wouldn't get it in just that one weird window. And, and it's like in a weird place exactly. too. And it's like it clearly doesn't look like a curtain. There's curtains in other windows like, of all different types because, like I said, there's 18 windows in this photo, so you see all different options. Yeah, it doesn't look like a curtain. It doesn't look like a reflection. It's weird, guys. There's clearly it's like high. There's a solid point where you it like disappears, and there's still a solid like foot of the window, so you can tell it's not on the ground. Yeah, Whatever it, it is, it's like not on the it ground. It looks like there was like some sort of apparition there, and he caught it as it was like trying, as it was like moving away from yeah, where like it was, turning to like fade really out quickly. Or something. Yeah, and yeah. It, <laughs> it was just weird. weird. And I I kind of stared at that photo for probably about yeah, twenty I minutes, going like, "What is what?" Um, but I mean, you guys can obviously decide for yourselves. He is a skeptic, as I said. And if you read his blog, it's a really quick, short blog. He basically said, I still think it's clouds, but you guys can interpret it as as you want. But it's weird. He's like, I've, I've shown it to many, many people and people freak the hell out thinking it's something like, it is weird. I will say it's very weird. And I don't think it's opinions. I was going to say, I, I would love to see what you guys think of this picture because it's creepy. (laughs) Yeah, it is weird. And it's, like, such a nice photo because, like, he's a marketing person. He's taking right, a picture right. of the Facebook. So it's, like, this beautifully colored, po- like, posed photo of the house. And there's just a fucking ghost in the window. <laughs> I'm like, 
oh uh, okay <laughs> that's appropriate <laughs> um so that was that was that I, I, it I had, definitely is I weird. had to share that one. That was, I was looking at the photo going, what? Anyway. <laughs> and so, like all haunted places, our favorite Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo! Ryan was singing a song about Bilbo Baggins in the car on the way here, oh and God. I will have to make him sing it again. He was making it up to whatever song we were listening to. And we'll I add it remember. to the end of this episode. It was hilarious when I realized that he was saying... He's talking about like, oh, Bilbo Baggins yelling at the ghost, like Bilbo Baggins. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> so of course, Ghost Adventures has been here not once but twice. Twice, and the second episode's better. Yes, the second episode was much much better. And for some reason, the first episode it was on Amazon Prime, but it was not on Discovery Plus with all like twenty four seasons. Which was really weird to me, but we don't get that. It's season five, episode eight. For anybody who's wondering, at least I think so. If you look, I feel like they messed them up when they upload them. Or I was gonna say, I feel like something somewhere along the lines got messed up. up. They do a lot of specials, and so sometimes I wonder if like certain sites include the specials, and some of them don't, and then some of them don't, or they put them separately. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, as far as I can tell, guys, season five, episode eight, and. I mean, I'm just going to mention a few things that they had. Um, He talks about in the beginning, they have a room that has an organ in it, and it's the ballroom. And they show you in the episode, I'm like pressing on all the The organ doesn't play. And the organ does not work. It does not make a single sound, like other than the slight click of your fingernail on the key. There's no sound. And people often hear sounds of the organ playing. I swear to God, if we ever went there... Mama B is coming to protect us with assault. Mm-hmm. But if we ever go there and I hear that organ playing, I will run out. <laughs> I will run out because I have seen Bilbo Baggins play it and I will probably go up there and play it. It's going to be like the scene from Scooby-Doo. I'm going to jump in Macy's <laughs> arms and she's going to run me out of the house. Yeah, like their feet where their feet just are like spinning and they're not moving. <laughs> they like jump a foot off the floor and they like really take off if we hear organ music i'm gonna freak out honestly if i hear any of this i'm gonna freak out. <laughs> I'm gonna freak out so they talk to somebody that went on one of the flashlight tours and he catches an odd evp and i mean it's kind of inaudible nonsense you just hear something but you'll hear him play it and you can tell there's definitely a voice there um I hate that when you can't hear what it says. I know. There's there's times where they're like, we can't understand it. Can you? And I'm like, no, bitch. If you can't understand it, why the hell would I? My mom sometimes (laughs) is like, can't you hear this? And I'm like, no. (laughs) I am deaf. But then once I hear her say it, I hear that. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, yes. Um, So there's one point where... Bilbo, Zach, <laughs> he goes to take a photo, and this was an old episode, so Nick was still in it. Um, sorry, guys, if you don't know Ghost Adventures that well, it's Nick. At this point, it was Zach, Nick, and Aaron. Those are the investigators. And Zach goes to take a photo of Nick, and they were kind of posing with some of the old rifles that are within the house. And when he takes this photo of Nick, and it's just an iPhone, this isn't any fancy camera, there is this big blur of light oh yeah it goes across nick's face and this he took he took this photo within a sequence of photos and it's the only one that has any kind of light disruption in it and i forgot about that yeah it is 
absolutely bizarre. And so weird. the tour guide that is with them actually reports that people see this light really often. And you can you'll see like they show the succession of photos, like the before and the after and the fact that there's nothing there. And to me, this light flare, it from a photographer's standpoint, this doesn't look like something that would be like it, to me, it looks like something that wouldn't happen on an iPhone camera. Like That's almost, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this briefly. Sorry, I just decided to inhale my own spit. <laughs> oh, man. I am killing myself today. Um, so it's kind of hard to explain, but when you use a film camera, if either the lens isn't screwed on enough or depending on the type of camera, if there's a crack or anything, if there's any extra light that gets into the film film picks up light that's how it takes a picture right so we they are literally called light leaks okay and they can make any form of light distortion on a roll of film yeah and that is almost what it looks like but it wouldn't happen on an iphone it would not happen on an iphone on an unless like a bug really quickly that you didn't see but like it would have been something would have been a huge bug because it was it was big it was like a it was bigger than it's his head. It, it like yeah. covered part of his chest and all of his head. It was probably a good foot and a half to two foot wide blur. It's that so is weird. a good solid foot long. So it is a big. It's not like this little tiny dot. Yeah, it's not it's a, on the speck. It is this big solid square of light. Yeah, guys. it's not like a little orb. And you can see through it. And to me, it doesn't look like any form of light like it just looks like light. something rushing past the yeah. camera it doesn't look like light painting to me it doesn't look like a like a lens weird. flare of any kind it just is in one frame and it's weird <laughs> yeah weird um so moving on from that you know they start the investigation they catch a bunch of evps um basically voices um some of them were whispering nick's name and um, at one point, they actually start working with a team to, this is the dumbest part of this episode, I cannot believe they did this, they tried to open a portal. <laughs> and yeah. to do this, they had, <laughs> and to do this, they tried to build up the energy by using energy from across the country in a different location. They had like a, almost like all these weird devices that they explain in the episode. Guys, if you really need a deep explanation, please yeah, go watch I it. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to explain I am not, it to you. I am not a tech guy. I can <laughs> I can explain <laughs> the basics to you. Um, and so there's people across the country at a place that they've investigated before called Bobby Mackey's. And they're just trying to use this energy to kind of conjure something. something. Right. And while this is going on, a bunch of weird stuff happens. They start hearing footsteps. Members of the team keep feeling like things are like grabbing their shoulders and touching their back. Huh. There's like all these odd whispers caught on tape while they're talking. At one point, there's actually a voice that comes through that just says Aaron kill, like threatening Ooh. the investigator. Um, and not too long after that, Aaron ends up feeling really sick and nauseous. And they, um, they end up, saying like you know did a spirit go after Aaron and one of the EVP says he told me to and like <laughs> it's who it's told you to like who and it's really creepy um and if you just a little backstory that I'll give because it's it's a little important um when they investigated Bobby Mackey's Aaron had a really bad connection with the spirit that like followed him home and really screwed up his personal life 
And so there's a lot of negative energy when it comes to Bobby Mackey's. And they think that despite the fact that he was over in the Winchester house, this energy that they were trying to transfer just like went straight for him again because portal. he just, he already is, a, it's already a weak spot for him. And he kind of was, he was nervous already. And they saw that. And like those walls on kind it, yeah. of crumbling and they kind of just went right for him. So yeah, they kind of tear apart Aaron at one point. Um, Zach looks over and Aaron is just like dead staring at him and he's like what the hell is wrong with you dude you look really freaking creepy why are you staring at me and Aaron like zones back in and is like dude I thought there was somebody standing behind you like I swear to god there was a person like over your shoulder like right there <laughs> it's creepy as hell but from here things just kind of got worse um they're at this time, like video chatting with two different groups of people in two different locations. Because they are in Bobby Mackey's too, aren't they? Yeah, they have. Or they have some so investigators. The there. main, the main investigators from Ghost Adventures are all at the Winchester House, and then they have a few different friends who are also investigators over at Bobby Mackey's, and in two different parts, and like. They, and they're all they talking start, to each other somehow. Yeah, and, and they start dropping connection all of a sudden. They like they just keep dropping out, and then they try and call back into like the chat and whatever it is. And they can't get back in, and it keeps, like, bumping them out for some reason. And they have all these tech issues. Um, Ghosts. And this investigation just went really weird. And it is actually one of the very, very few investigations, like, only one of the couple, that Zach has ever ended early. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. He ends up cutting the investigation short around 1 a.m. And he just... You see him on tape and he's like, I do not feel good right now. I feel awful. Something is so wrong. Like he just felt leave. this overall sense of dread. I need to get the frick out of here. Get out. And they called, they called the people to come let them out. And they just left. They were like, this is something we've never done before. And yeah. <laughs> you end up finding out, he finds out the next morning he gets a call. And around that same time, his grandmother had passed away. Oh yeah. 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 I remember that. So a little bit of a sad, um, <laughs> But the the next episode they did was much much better. Yeah, you were like, look at this. I, I like, what is I that? was okay. So Macy and I watched the first one together, and then we went to watch the second one, and we were just too chitty chatty. I say, guys, if you put us in a room together, we just talk. It's <laughs> bad. We just go and go. We're like the freaking Energizer Bunny of talking. We just talk, and <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. and so we just stopped. We didn't end up watching the next episode. I ended up watching it alone, and I think I texted her probably four or five times. It was like, oh my god, we should have watched this together. This is crazy. <laughs> I was like, which one is it? <laughs> so I'm at the beginning right now. <laughs> it is season 15, episode 11. This one is on Discovery Plus. And Check it. So at the start of the episode, um, so this is when the investigators have switched up a little bit, just so you guys have some names. It's Zach and Aaron still, but then it is also um, Billy and... Oh, I just forgot his name. You'll oh, remember. I'm a terrible human being. I can see his face. You're not, you're not a terrible human being. Oh. I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'll Please look it up. Please and thank you, because that's going to drive me so wait, bonkers. Wait, it was Zach, I got Zach, Aaron, Aaron Billy, and... Billy. Okay. Okay. I see your face. I don't mean to offend you, I sir. Um, <laughs> it just reminds me... Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> tangent. Do you remember when in the office Dwight and Angela get married and, and Kevin reads the poem and he says, Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. <laughs> 
so you were like, I see his face. And I was like, let me see your face. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, what is his name? And know that you are comely. I really can. Like, <laughs> I can picture him and I can. Jay. It's Jay. I was so close. It doesn't tell me. I would have had to look at one and of Jay. these things. Billy and Jay. Yep. I'm a terrible human. That only took me 18 years to remember. And me telling um, a, something about The Office. <laughs> <laughs> so Which I missed. It is these four guys, and they start out, and in the very beginning, they're just in one of the main hallways, and it's just Zach and Aaron, and they're kind of recapping the first time they what were they, there. What they did the last time. And yeah. in the middle of talking, the two of them, and there's like, they're standing at the bottom of the stair, at the stairs, and they look down the hallway that goes next to the stairs, and they, they literally, like, mid-sentence are just like, pause what and they that? both turn and look to their right and they're like they're looking down the dark hallway and they're like did you just see when what? two people fucking see yeah. the same fucking thing literally at the same time they both just like to the right to the right to the right oh you're in the right to the right it's, it's the to left. the left damn it <laughs> i was going to the right like, to the right to the left to the left uh, but you did the other kick, thing now kick now kick yeah okay <laughs> i mean maybe i didn't sing <laughs> it that bring way it back to middle school anyway <laughs> So they both look and they're like, did you, you saw that? Like, what the heck was that? And they, they like start running down the hallway. Cause they're like, what the heck did we just see? And they go around the corner behind the, behind the stairs and you see Zach and he's like, he like is looking in a doorway into a dark room. And he like, he's like, what the heck is come here? And he like brings the camera over and he like points into the room and the camera follows his finger. And as you do, you see there's, a wind there's actually a window in of course you sent me a, this I right sent, you I sent, sent you i sent you this tiny little video clip because i was like you have to see this this is freaky i saw spot. i was like i was like is that is that lights in that window what is that and so there's like of course it's this weird house so there's a window in between a hallway and a, and a room so there's lights there's let the lights from the hallway are kind of reflecting off of it so there's a little bit of light at the very end of this dark room and you literally you see, see a, something run you, across it's, it. it's a person it is a person-sized figure go from right to left and it is clear as fucking it day. was scary i was a like per- i watched it like, like six times i was like what is this and it's like this is one of those times where it's not just like a shadow you can't see through it this looks like a solid ass fucking person and i nearly crapped myself and i think i watched it 18 times on repeat because you i was sent like me that tiny oh, clip and what? i was like replay replay <laughs> replay replay and they and i sent you uh, what i sent you is like the enhanced version because it's a little bit dark and so they brightened it up so you could see it and it is a figure it is clearly a person and it's like you can it's out. like they they just they do they walk from right to left and quickly like you see them and it's they just like whoosh and they block out the reflection of the light yes yes, on the window. yes. so like it's not it's transparent it's a solid fucking mass scary. and it is scary shit i have goosebumps talking about it right now <laughs> and at this point there is nobody else in there there, there should just not them. be anybody there there is nobody and they're right. all accounted for in the fucking hallway where they were doing their little interview and um <laughs> so they actually figure out probably a little while later they're um i don't really yeah anyway so <laughs> tangent i got excited um, no keep so on track keep on track they they're talking to this guy who works there and he's telling them about a frequently seen ghost yes and it is a care worker uh, caretaker sorry care that worker. is often seen normally around the basement of the house but has been seen other places 
and it is described as a tall man who normally has overalls on and a hat. And this is exactly what that figure looks like. They they go into if you you have to watch this because they actually go to the point where they stop the video as it crosses. Oh, and like do the outline and or like something? you can see it literally looks like a person wearing a white shirt with blue overalls in some kind of like farmer's hat. And I have to rewatch this. It's because I've only seen this little clip. Creepy. And this like this is something that many many people, people have, have reported. This is wow. somebody that worked on the property. They show an actual photograph of this man. Wow. His okay. name, I believe, is Clyde. They said Clyde or Clive, and I did not have my subtitles on, so that was my fault. So I apologize there. But <laughs> um, it looks almost just like him, and it is so creepy. Really? I. It was honestly, I'd say it's probably one of the best pieces of evidence I've ever seen from Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures. Sorry. Um, scary. So, I digress. That was just that part gets me. So I had to kind of fucking. I got excited. Yeah, about you said you ex- you said that to me in a text. Like this is this guy, and I was like, I don't see it, so I'll I need to watch the enhanced version. Yeah, because I was it's, it's just so quick, you can't even see. Well, it. I was gonna say I just sent you like a quick a quick clip of it, and they they play it almost on repeat. They, yeah, they play it like over and over, and then they zoom in and they pause it, and they enhance it, and they do all these different things, and you can really see it. Okay, and it's freaky. Um, <laughs> so again, I digress. Um, they also interview a man whose parents actually worked there at one point, and he says. That in one of the rooms that was not open to the public as he was kind of walking around the house, um, he thought he saw something out of the corner of his eye. So he kind of like stopped and turned back. And mm-hmm. when he entered the room, there was a rocking chair that was just like violently, violently rocking <gasps> back and forth. And it was middle of the day. They were not open. There was no one myself. there. And he was very much alone. I would <laughs> um, my pants. And he said he said that frequently, like that he was like it didn't really even scare him. He was like that just happens. He was like it never really feels evil. It just is powerful. It's just there. And he's like my parents a lot of times heard their names being called from like empty ends of the house, and weird, spooky things like that. Weird. Um, and at one point. They're in the seance room and they have a spirit box. And for those of you who don't know, a spirit box is um, a rapid scan of radio frequencies. uh, Spirits tend to use energy to get their voices out. Mm -hmm. And this rapid scan is a way for them to try and pick these voices up because a lot of times it hits different frequencies. Right. And so what we can't hear to our ears is something that this radio can pick up and play for us. Um. And you'll hear as it's doing the sweeping, they ask, they're in the seance room, they say, you know, is this where seances were performed? And you hear it just go, of course. And then they're like, all right, well, how many spirits are in here? And it just goes, seven. And it's a total change of voice. It went from like a man to a woman. Weird. And it was like, it <gasps> for a couple minutes, just intelligently responds to the questions they're asking. Weird. It was really weird. That's um, creepy. And then... This part kind of freaked me out because I didn't I I've seen this episode and I didn't remember what happened. And so Zach leaves and he goes back in by himself and they have a room set up. And I'm going to do my best to describe this camera because, again, guys, I'm not a tech person. So he sits in front of this camera and this camera, it shines little dots. It like it's like a almost like a square of dots on the wall and it's meant to detect movement. All of those little individual lights detect movement. It's called an IR camera. Okay. And is it an infrared camera? Possibly. 
that probably is what that stands for. <laughs> okay. I honestly, I they did not explain it in the episode. They just called it the IR, IR camera. camera. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm like, I'm trying to explain this in the dumbest of terms I can because it's kind of confusing to explain. Okay. Um, and so basically, it's this giant field of dots, and within it, it can detect movement of any kind, of any kind. Hang on, what is an IR camera? Oh, okay. An IR or night vision camera uses infrared light to illuminate images in the dark we can't see, but infrared light is usually act is actually all around us. IR cameras detect these invisible infrared wavelengths, enabling the camera to see in the dark. Hmm. Okay, so that's just a regular. That's not the same thing. Say, that's not the same thing. So maybe they called it because I mean it was the same camera. It was, it was night. It was night vision. So that's kind of correct. But they also had it like. But you said that it was like maybe showing it, things on the wall. Maybe it was like. Do you think it was like a grid being like projected behind? Well, it? that's the thing. It was. It like was a grid kind of projected on the wall. So it's. Oh. Oh. Maybe. Oh. Maybe it was a device that was like attached to the IR. To the camera IR camera. Something. Okay. Okay. I apologize, guys. It was. They did not explain it. No. No. I mean, I was just like maybe this <laughs> they will explain what this is. They had like four cameras going at once, and so basically, the this grid of dots is being shined onto a table and two chairs and like a wall and there's like a doorway behind that reminds them. me of like a green screen yeah it kind of looks like okay that. like where and they're so wearing the dots yeah okay okay and so he's sitting in the chair and he has he brought in an old rifle one of the original rifles from the 1800s that <laughs> they have on display Okay. And it's just Zach and all all the other three investigators are sitting at their like command center watching all of like this all just their watching him in there. Yeah, so they're watching him in there. And he's playing with the gun a little bit and he picks it up, points it at one of the cameras that records. And right as he points it at the camera, all of the little dots in the grid disappear. It goes off completely and the room goes completely fucking black weird and what they said was they were like it's still working but for some reason the grid's not there and the camera had completely frozen they also had a thermal camera for temperature going that also froze at the exact same moment ghosty and they show it and it it like that's why it scared me so much was because he literally it looks like a scene from a movie where like it goes black at the end he like picks up the gun and he points it at the camera and right as he points it at the camera like looks at the camera everything just went black i was like what just happened (laughs) um hello and they all start freaking the hell out because they cannot figure out for the life of them what caused both of these cameras to freeze at the same time ghosties yeah (laughs) (laughs) ghosties um (laughs) Uh, they also, throughout the rest of the night, they catch, there's one point where it looks like um, a disembodied hand. It looks like this, like, little dot, and then it, like, it almost looks like a hand waving. It looks like, like a mitten, like a huh. mitten shape. Okay. And it, like, expands into this big thing and then disappears. Like, somebody was, like, trying to get their attention. Like, hello. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Um, they catch sounds of doors opening right next to them, but none of the doors are opening and closing and it's loud. Like you Weird. hear it and they're like, what door was that? <laughs> Can't figure it out. The one down the hall. Um, they catch just a lot of odd pained moans. They have hissing sounds like children's voices, laughter, creepy, creepy. That episode was so, so good, guys. I recommend going to watch that. I know sometimes Ghost Adventures can be a little overdramatic. And, of course, Bilbo Baggins, like, spends half the episode screaming. But it's a good episode. <laughs> we 
love him anyway. I love him anyway. So after I watched Ghost Adventures, I did my best to try and search around. Um, I did find out Ghost Hunters did an episode there. They did like a two, like a half episode they did there and somewhere else in California. And unfortunately, it's boat. yeah, it's some, it's a boat. The and I'm going to, the Queen Mary or the, it's something like that. And we, um, and we have to cover it cause it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's it actually haunted. is haunted. It's really <laughs> creepy actually. Um, but I unfortunately did not figure out that this episode existed until earlier today. And so I did not have time to watch it. I apologize guys. I believe it's on Amazon prime. Maybe um, one day we'll do an addendum and we'll add we'll was, add this on. There was there is a lot. I came across a lot of people who have done like their own personal investigations and there's a lot of clips on YouTube from people who had cool. just gone in themselves with their own little team. Um, you know, just That would be cool. To a see. YouTube crew that wanted to do it. Um and so like there is if you really want to sit down and spend some time digging into this, you really can. That's cool. Um so that's uh, Ghost Hunters is season 2 episode 11. There is a small clip that they did share on the actual Winchester Facebook page. Okay. And this is how I figured it out because I, I like found an article about people's um people's like own personal stories mm-hmm. and this was one of them. Okay. And it was like, "Look what happened on Taps." And I was like, "What?" And I was so upset because I love Taps. Um we love you, Taps. I'm from Massachusetts and they're from Rhode Island. I'm like, "Hi friends." <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I thought I had a text message. I do not. I have no friends. Anyway. <laughs> Your friend is here. <laughs> I might, literally the one person who texts me all day long is sitting directly across from me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> um, so this clip on the page is all of maybe 40 seconds long. And it is a camera sitting in an empty room. And you watch the whole frame of the camera. Like you see the camera basically shift like to the right and down. Oh, like if something so, like, moved the like, camera something angle. Something like moved the camera angle. <gasps> and not just like, oh, somebody like pushed it over. Like, like ever so slightly moved a mil- Like it moved over and then down. Like, and you're oh. like, what the hell? And as you're watching, and this is really hard to describe, so I hope I do this decently. It almost looks like it does it again, but it's only like the center of the camera, like of the actual screen. So there's this big wide shot. And it almost looks like it's just this little square of frame in the middle. Okay. And you see it like glitch. And it looks like it looks like it's pointed at um like a wooden post. Okay. And you see it kind of like it looks like it shifts again, like downwards, almost to the side. Huh. But nothing else moves. Weird. And it's like just that. And then like the ca- like it corrects. So like you see the actual camera physically move. And then there's like this really weird glitch. Now we have to watch this. I, I really want to watch it. Now we have to watch it. <laughs> um, it, was, it was really interesting. I hope I described that so that people kind of understand. No, it. I mean, I think this, I understand what you're saying. You, you say you can find, I mean, I'm putting up the article where I got this clip. And okay. it's linked it's right to that Facebook page notes, and everything. So, so. You guys, if you guys want to go look at it, you can find it within my notes. I apologize. I have 8 million freaking sources. So <laughs> good luck figuring out which one it is. <laughs> I do I, that all the to time. be honest, I do not remember which one it came out of. I have probably 15 sources. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um. That was really all from that. And then there's uh, there's a few other accounts here and there. Um, people often report seeing the previous caretaker, like I mentioned, Clyde, um, pushing a wheelbarrow. Um, they hear screws coming undone and, like, clinking to Falling the floor. Falling to the ground. Oh, um, weird. A lot of people see Sarah often in her room. Do you think that that um, light is Sarah? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. 
Oh, okay. We can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> these are my Macy thoughts. There's a lot of reports. There are so many. And there's um, there's some people have reported seeing a couple in like servants clothing. Okay. In some of the bedrooms, just kind of like cleaning Doing up. their thing. Yeah. Um, Weird. And at one point they actually brought in and they actually held a seance in Sarah's bedroom. No. And no. it was two mediums, Jean Borgen and Joy Adams. Um, and they reported that while they were sitting there, they claimed to start feeling Sarah, Sarah's energy. They started feeling this, like, it was, like, powerful, but not, not evil. And so they reported feeling this energy. And as they were reporting this, a couple of the people in the room and they, I did not catch. This was reported in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. uh, Unsolved. BuzzFeed Unsolved, sorry, that I watched. And um, they said that one of the medium's faces, like, started to become all old and wrinkled. And, like, they watched her hair fade to gray. And Weird. then, like, it all just, like, faded away a minute later. So, like, as she started to feel the energy of Sarah, she almost, like, turned into her. Into her. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> that yikes. was really weird. I was like, what? Yikes. Um, and there. I'd be like, get out of me. <laughs> no, no, don't touch me. Um, you I'd might be, not be evil, but don't do that. I'm terrible as a medium. I'd be like, that's really cool. I can feel you. Don't touch me. <laughs> I'd be like, what are you fucking doing? Get out of here. Um, there and there are a couple of episodes of BuzzFeed Unsolved on this. <coughs> Excuse me. They do a really good job telling the story. Okay. But they really don't capture a lot. They had a couple odd moments, like brand new ca- camera batteries dying the moment they're put into the camera. They hear some whispers, some nonsense sort of over a spirit box. There's, there is one point where they do hear footsteps. They have, like, one of their cameras picks up footsteps in the very much empty house. There's Weird. nobody in the house. And it sounds, it is clear as day. Like, it sounds like high heels. Somebody walking and, like, it's the sound, like, fades. Scary. It's wow. super creepy. Um, but that was one of the only things that they really caught that I thought was, like, anything special. Um they tried they actually stayed overnight and they slept i don't know if anybody here anybody here we're all here in the same room <laughs> oh yep all um, of you out in cyberspace i don't know how many people really know buzzfeed unsolved it's two guys it's great they're two great. guys ryan and shane and first of all they're hilarious they are so funny um <laughs> shane is a huge skeptic and yeah one of them is not and one of them is ryan right? is a full believer and totally afraid of literally everything <laughs> yes, and so is. they they stayed there and they they didn't really catch much aside from like what I just said, but it was hilarious to watch because there's a solid point where the caretaker came in to just check on them to make sure that nothing was happening and he didn't announce himself or anything. And so you see Ryan laying on the floor like in his sleeping bag, basically all but crying because he's fucking terrified and he can hear and see the caretaker. He's like, oh my God, there's something, there's something, there's something, there's something. And you hear the person like, it's okay, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Like person's like oh my god there's something in the house oh my god it was really funny i would do that and meanwhile shane's like passed out in the other room like just did like play with his phone for a little bit and fell asleep you and i would probably like sit up the whole night like on our phones and be like oh did you hear that i'd be back to the corner 
I would be holding my holy water, holy holy water in one hand, a cross in the other, <laughs> and I'd, I'd be shaking. I'd be like, "Nope, nobody's touching me." Salt I'd, circle, <laughs> salt circle, bottle of caffeine pills, just popping one every ten minutes. We'd like, be like on our phones. We'd be like facing each other, and we'd have our phones, and then we'd like stop typing to each other because we wouldn't want to talk. I know we wouldn't want to whisper because we'd want to hear. So we'd be like uh-huh. texting back and forth, and then we'd just like hear something, and it'd be like, "Did you hear that?" When you did that, Luna looked. <laughs> you, she like Maisie looked really quickly to her alert to her right, and Luna was laying behind her in the chair and just looked up and looked too, like, She's "What, like, mom? Hi, mom." Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, that's exactly how that would go. And then so we'd scary. we'd probably last about twenty minutes with the lights off. I'd be no. like, "I turn them back on." I would want to stay the whole time, um, as long as it's not a demon. Yeah, as long as yeah, as long as like, it's not a demon. The Feliska X house that scares me. I'm telling you, Mama V's coming, guys. I'm 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 gonna show up and just Mama's coming drenched and she's gonna in like, holy she's water. She's gonna be like, here's the shower of holy water, all this sage. Here's the salt. <laughs> Hold this crystal. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, I'll do whatever say you this, tell me. Say this chant. Say um, this chant. I'll, okay, I'll do whatever. Do you this tell little me to do. dance. And I just don't want this thing to come home with me. Right. <laughs> Um, so Man. aside from that, <laughs> BuzzFeed Unsolved is kind of goofy. Um, I love it. They're, they, they're it funny. was, they did, they did do a really good job talking about Sarah and her life. That's cool. Um, they didn't capture too much, but they are just funny as hell. So that's kind of, but they only have like what? 30 minute episodes too. Yeah. They were really short. Sure. One of them was actually only a portion. They did like three different stories in one episode. So huh. it was probably all of 10 minutes in the first episode they do it. And then they like go back and it's a full half hour episode. Oh, okay. Okay. But it was good. It was interesting. If you guys want to watch those are on YouTube, I'll link them obviously in my show notes. Um, but uh, aside from that, obviously, there's the reports that come up here and there. This is everybody's like the Winchester house is haunted. I'm going to debunk it a little bit. <laughs> this hurt my soul a lot. Um, I because think that always hurts your soul. A lot. This is like <laughs> this was something that I did exactly. And it was funny because I was reading one of these articles and it was one of those articles that is clearly written by somebody that has that tude that is like. Oh yeah, everybody goes around saying this, this, and this. Well, it's just fucking wrong. Like, I know, I know. Like, I hate okay, that. Okay, I appreciate you're trying to make light of the situation, but you're telling me that everything I knew about this is totally fucking wrong. Oh my, my God, life is a lie. Seriously. <laughs> oh, no. I, I remember when Ryan asked me about this house because he had no idea what it was. I told him exactly what the legend says. Yeah, I don't tell like him anything. Like, yeah, this woman built this house because she was afraid of all the dead people from the Winchester Rifle. Blah, 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 That's blah. what I think I told Tyler too. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there's a lot of evidence that kind of goes against, like, a lot of what this said the legend. And um, I was thankful because BuzzFeed Unsolved does cover this. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Ghost Adventures does not. Of course they don't. Of course they don't. Ghost Ghost Adventures is like, everything is haunted. the hardcore truth. Everything's haunted. Everything you know is haunted. Okay, Bilbo, calm down. Um, (laughs) So... I keep thinking of him in the Elisa <laughs> Lamb episode. I didn't even look up how to do this. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I was like, are you dumb? Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, go watch the Discovery Plus put out a special about the Cecil Hotel and Elisa Lamb. Adventures. With Ghost it's Adventures. Great. And it's great. And they catch a lot of stuff. It's scary. It is, re- it is really spooky, but there's just one part where Bill He does something where go- you're do- like. He, like, goes to play an elevator game and does something really head. dumb. And you're just like, God damn it, Zach. First of all, why are you playing with ghosts? Why right? are you messing <laughs> with them? Second. 
you didn't read the directions. <laughs> I know. That was the best part. I didn't even read the directions. Oh, my God, my dude. Oh read my the directions. God. Man. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, what you find out is that a lot of the articles that talk about the spirits and the hauntings, this doesn't start to show up until several years after her death. There is no reports of this before she died. How many owners did this go through before? She, it was just her. Just her. Of course, she's not going to report shit. She was just a, her in her house. She was a very quiet, reserved. Yeah, woman. if if there was um, anything going on in the house, she wasn't reporting it to anybody. But like, well, like all the stuff about the legend and everything. Oh, oh. Like, because oh, okay. there is no evidence that this happened of her traveling to Boston. Ugh. There's no evidence of her meeting um, this psychic, this psychic uh, medium, Adam Coons. There's nothing that proves this. There's Weird. like, there's no record of an Adam Coons. There's no anything. Um, Which is not totally weird for the time. And what also doesn't help is that um, it's funny because one of the tour guides says this now about the old tour guides is that they started touring this house back in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. At this point, when you went to places like this, the goal wasn't to tell people the truth. It was to tell them the scariest story. Yeah, to freak them out. So It was the only entertainment they had. They We've talked about this several times. Yeah, they, they think a lot of this information came from tour guides and things like that. Just spinning just tales to scare the crap out of people. Hmm. Okay. Um, and... They actually ended up finding letters that Sarah had written to several family members during the time of her building this house. Um, And remember how I talked about the fact that, oh, she built 24-7. There's people, hammers going, nails being pounded, like constant, constant work. Mm -hmm. They found found evidence to totally disprove this. They have letters that she wrote to her family, and they state that, like, she called off her workers for the whole summer because it's just too hot to work. So, like, there'd be whole summers where there was no construction done. Huh. Okay. And this is, they have physical evidence of this being written by Sarah herself. Ah. So, she often stopped the work. And then they also had, they also said that the seance room, as many claimed it is, was not a seance room. So, the seance room, as many referred to it, um, they say it actually does not exist. This room... (laughs) They claimed was heavily clad and like dark velvet fabrics. And they say it had this whole wardrobe of hmm. robes and stuff that Sarah would wear during her seances and all this and that. None of this existed. Yes, it was a little bit of a dark room. They actually Weird. said it was um, where the gardener lived. It was like the gardener's private quarters. Huh. Um, there is. <laughs> li- hey, excuse me. Can I just do a seance in your room? Yeah, like, <laughs> and and no. there's there's no evidence whatsoever that she ever performed seances here. They never found any form of a of a talking board, some kind of planchette. They never found any of this. Hmm. There is no evidence to prove she has ever performed a seance in this house. Um, and they also have to. They also a lot of people say that the poor layout of the home came from the fact that in 1906, an earthquake collapsed half of it. So the stairways leading to nothing. They could have just built right over it, them. Say they probably either just, she didn't want to build up anymore, so she just sealed them off. 
said, okay, you know, okay, you can't really do much with that little tiny stairwell. Just throw a door on it, put a ceiling on it. It's fine. You know, maybe she put skylight. She put a skylight and then decided she wanted to build up. Maybe she put a door and planned to extend that way, and it didn't happen. She was not an architect. Remember. Yeah. She fired all of her architects and did all of her own drawing, but she was not trained in this. She was a very smart woman, mm-hmm. but there is no proof that she had any form of knowledge of being an architect. So right. she clearly could have just been like, well, I want to do this, this, and this here, here, and here. And they were like, well, you have this here and this here. And she was like, nah, I just find a way to make it work, which led to all these weird, narrow hallways. Because they found a way to make it work. Yeah. Okay. And so and there's a, there's a lot of people that claim that she just – after her husband passed away and her child her mental health declined right there's a lot of people who said that she just did it because she didn't know what to do with the money she was given after her husband passed away man yeah she just like did it to have people around to fill the time to use her money um and i mean during her lifetime she also continued to own the 50 percent of the winchester rifle that's crazy so it's like why would somebody who is supposedly being haunted by the dead of, you know, the Winchester, the, rifle. The Winchester rifle, basically, why would you continue to be a part of that company if that is just let it go? Yeah. I was like, gonna say, why wouldn't you shut? Why wouldn't you sell out your portion of the company or give it up to somebody? Why would you continue to hold on to that if it's what's tormenting you? And terrorizing you. It's the reason you moved cross country. It's the reason you spend all your money building your house. Why would that be something you'd want to stay connected to if it's such negative energy? Hmm, yeah. Um, so a lot of people say that this legend kind of just grew out of the fact that people didn't know. Right. They found a way to a kind of explain away. Why this happened. Why this happened. Why this house is so bizarre. Why this woman built this weird bizarre house. They just kind of spun this tale and it just grew and grew and grew. And it is what it is today because people tend to share the legend more than they share the actual actual truth. truth. Right. When I found out, I did not know much of what I just said, the debunking part of this. I did not know almost anything. No, I didn't know anything. To me, the Winchester house was a woman building a house to get away from ghosts. That is what I knew. (laughs) That's what I knew. And so reading all this debunking, I was kind of, my mind was like, wow, I I didn't, I didn't know, know that. I wish that was more public knowledge, but people tend to take that and shove it down because they don't want to think about that. And they want to believe the fantastical stuff. Exactly. I and mean, I mean, as I for, get that. as for today, the hauntings that do happen, they say that if somebody, be- if enough people believe in something, oh, it'll can, happen. You can conjure it. You can make it happen. So it is entirely possible that as this legend grew, people started to believe this actually did create the energy and there are hauntings there mm. because so many people have come to learn this legend that to us it's real it's like believing in tinkerbell them you believe the more alive it is it's it, yeah it's something yeah, that's I didn't entirely even think about plausible that. so it's well yeah that might not be the exact well, exactly exact story as the house came to be it is still possible it's haunted because yeah, we made it. Because so. we made it haunted. Ooh. Isn't that cool? I was thinking about that and I was like, huh. That was actually pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I, I, like I said, I, st- I do think it's haunted. I definitely think it's haunted. Um, I mean, but you see that shit from like those shows. Like, that's weird. I say a lot of it is just bizarre. Maybe we did make it haunted, but that's weird. It, it is really weird. And 
I mean, I I have to agree with the evidence. You can't you can't argue with cold hard facts. When right. somebody puts something in front of you that totally disproves part of a legend, and it is like, no, this is a handwritten letter by the lady that owns the house that literally said she stopped construction for summers at a time because of the weather. So it wasn't continuing twenty four. It hours was a not day, continuing twenty four seven, which just totally whatever. yoinks out that point that part of the legend. It's like, no, this is clearly not true. So it puts a little disbelief on the whole thing, and it makes me a little sad because I always loved the legend of the Winchester House. But we're gonna believe it. I'm still gonna believe it's haunted. <laughs> we're gonna believe it's haunted. It might not be for the reasons. Yeah. That it was. And was um, just a couple little fun facts that I wrote down. <gasps> These are my favorite parts, guys. There's actually only one photo in existence of Sarah Winchester herself, and it is of her sitting in the carriage outside the home after she first purchased it. That's cool. It's, oh, yeah, you show me that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and in 2016, remember how I told you about the room that Sarah got trapped in during the earthquake that she sealed that up? That she sealed off, yeah. They unsealed it. What was in there? It is now open and on the tour. I do not know what was in it. It did not mention. <gasps> but um, the All arti- the more reason to go now. <laughs> the article I was reading said that they in 2016 they did unseal it, and it is now part of the tour. We have to go yep. now. We, I mean, we always have to go, but we have to go now. <laughs> We're going to fly now. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? That it's room weird. sat sealed up for uh, over 100 why years. Why did my... The first thing you were like, first thing she did when she got out of there was like, seal it up. Why? Right. What happened in what her? What the happen- crap out of her? She's literally trying to like, if you believe the legend, create fucking ways to confuse the ghost. And she is stuck in a room that she can't get out of for however many hours and they are coming like they are not confused because she ain't moving around exactly so what happened to her in there it's interesting that could be that could be a many of things that's crazy but yeah oh wow that is the legend and slight disproving of the Winchester House. (laughs) sorry guys we believe it I, I, like I said, I still believe in the haunting. Do I believe the overall legend of how it came to be? No. No. Unfortunately. It's a fun, it is a fun tale, but I still think it's haunted. Well, you can't get all, catch all that shit there and have it not be haunted. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Wow. I've never, like, really dived in, d- dived, d- dove, dove into that before. <laughs> it's like, what word do I use? Um, I mean, because I, I know, like, mm, you don't see any movies. Like, so, like, um, uh, what's it? Rose Red. It was like a. I feel like you've told me to watch this before. Yes, you have to watch it. Or maybe it was Ryan that told me to watch it. Uh, uh, My my mother-in-law, like, has the DVD of it. You need to watch it. Um, it was like a three-part special. It's not a Stephen King novel, but Stephen King wrote the screenplay. Interesting. And it is based on the Winchester Mystery Mansion where it just, like, basically it it builds itself or whatever. It's like. And I don't know, it's creepy. And then Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a couple of other things are added in there. But it's scary. It's creepy. I, watch I it. always thought it was, like, <laughs> real. I was like, Rose Red is real. And it's like, no, it's fake. <laughs> it is based off of real things, but it is fake. So you should watch it. It's, I mean, uh, if for those of you out there who have seen it, you'll agree with me. It's good. Yeah. It's freaked me out when oh, I was a kid. I watch it. It's so good. We'll watch it. I have so many movies I need to watch. <laughs> Put it on your list. <laughs> My 18-year-long list. 18 years long. <laughs> wow, guys. I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> My mind is blown. 
That has a lot of information to it. My like, mind is literally like, wait, everything you knew is a lie. I, I, <laughs> at, at first I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about the legend. Maybe talk about what Ghost Adventures does. But I was like, what else am I going to talk about? And then Debunking. I realized there was so much more to it than I thought. It's actually, it's a really, it's a really interesting story. And definitely, guys, another thing, I, I didn't get to do it. But if you go to their website, um, okay. winchestermysteryhouse.com. Oh, the tour, the tour. Yes. Because of COVID, obviously, uh, everything's closed. And they're not offering tours at the moment. Boom. But if you pay, oh. I you said re- it was cheap. Yeah, it was really cheap. I think it was like six ninety nine. It was like six or, it was like six, seven or eight dollars, somewhere around there. One time fee. You get a 45-minute long virtual tour of the house. Whoa. And they talk about the they talk about Sarah and the legend and like they take you all throughout the house. There is also I found you know when you go and you look at like a house on or like a house buying website, you know, like Zillow or something. Like Zillow, yeah. They do like the 3D tours where you can click your way through the house. Yeah. They did that. Cool. That I believe is an <gasps> I believe that's a one time fee of eight ninety nine, and there's a whole three sixty tour of the entire Winchester house. We're doing it. Yeah, I want to do it so bad. We're I I saw it. that the other day when I was on the website. And I went, <gasps> I must. <laughs> <laughs> we must. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's so cool. This so. Like, gives us an opportunity to see it, even though we haven't gone to California to see it. Exactly. Like. And we will go to California to see it eventually. Eventually, but I w- still want to see it. So yeah, I I don't care which way it is. <laughs> For now, it'll be enough. It'll be enough <laughs> to, to satiate my desire to, to see g- it. Exactly. Wow, I'm cool. my mind is blown. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I'm I don't know what to say. I know what you can say, Macy. Where can we find Where us? Where can you find? I us? literally was like grabbing the thing. <laughs> okay, guys. So um, if you don't know already. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Buzzkillers Podcast. Buzzkillers Podcast. <laughs> on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. At Buzzkillers Pod. And on our very own website at www.buzzkillerspodcast.com. www.buzzkillerspodcast.com. <laughs> just said that so fast. <laughs> um, and if you want to on there, we have Nicole did a really great job on our website. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> she made a little page where you can learn a little about us if you want to know about us <laughs> you can learn about the wines um maybe not the barefoot that we drank last week but yeah. sorry i put on the fun ones the fun ones <laughs> guys barefoot's not fun it's just it literally was just barefoot. like necessity <laughs> we it was were like, like oops we, we forgot to put the cool wine in the fridge <laughs> <laughs> and then you can also send us a um message on there but if then like you know cool little contact form send us some cool stuff mm-hmm. but if you don't want to use the contact form you can also email us at buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com and you can listen to us oh wait wait i want to talk about youtube first sorry oh yes and on go go to our youtube guys the more subscribers that we get the easier it will be to find We've us gotten a few i know i'm so excited it's so, excited. <laughs> so if you look up buzzkillers it's a colon right yes yes okay Buzzkillers, I haven't taken an English class in a really long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, colon. Buzzkillers, colon, a true crime podcast. Um, you made you, me double think that. You will um, find our YouTube channel. Um, all of our episodes are posted on there. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Pandora, 
and iHeartRadio. Those are just the official ones. I know that there are many more that we don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. There's a few but that I think you just get added to. It's like if automatic. You're, if you're on Apple, you're automatically on, on CastBox or whatever. Yeah, whatever it there's is. There's a few. Uh, CastBox is the only one I can ever remember the name of. But there's quite a few of them out there that were for some reason added into. So, Well, Check we don't know. Out, but we <laughs> listen to us wherever you want. <laughs> yep. Or on YouTube. And for guys, just uh, just so you know, something I did discover what? is that as for Amazon Music, mm-hmm. you can also download it through Audible. So if you have Audible, oh, you can cool. get podcasts through I Audible and they are free that. to download if you have Audible. Awesome. Um, Thank you, Audible. Yeah. You do not have to pay for an Audible subscription. If you just have the app, you can download them. Cool. Because I went on there and I was like, that's awesome. it says podcast. And I like started searching us. And I was like, whoa. Are, were we there? <laughs> yeah, we were there. Awesome. I was like, this is really cool. So it's a little bit of Amazon music and Audible. Cool. Yeah. Well, guys, don't forget, this is all haunted houses all the time this month. Woo-hoo! So we are pumped. Um, we are Boop, coming spooky, back spooky. <laughs> at you um, next week with a really great episode. Yes, um, that's also word. has a movie that is based off of it. Um, so we're really excited about it. It's going to be. <laughs> I had a moment of like, well, that doesn't give it away. No way. It really doesn't give it away. <laughs> There's a lot of movies. There's a lot of fucking haunted houses, um, guys. So I'm really excited about it. And we're going to have some minis coming up for you. Oh, All of the content that you missed last month, you will get this month. Yes. We are going to make up for it. We are really sorry. <laughs> January was difficult. Anyway. January was um, very difficult. We love you so much. And thank you for listening. And just stay tuned for spooky, spooky yeah. times. Stick around, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. We love you. Bye. Bye.